Hey there, and welcome to the daily podcast where wisdom smacks us with kisses or love taps. I'm Michelle Spiva, a wisdom strengthening coach, your host, and practical priestess of wisdom. Join us daily to gain wisdom and mental strength as we tackle innovative thinking, address emotional and behavioral life traps, and yes, provide you with some practical how-tos to wrap it all up. So settle in or crank up the speed 2x, whatever gets your mental processes firing as we dive in. Stay tuned. It's my birthday. That is all. Hey, it's Michelle Spiva, your practical priestess of wisdom. And I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. A very special day indeed, because it really is my birthday. I'll see you on, yep, the flip. Today is Saturday. January 18th, and it is my birthday. And this year, I am quite excited. And the reason why I'm quite excited is because what a year, what a difference a year makes. Mm-hmm. Now, I could have talked about one of the many topics that I have in my file folder of all the things I want to talk to you about wisdom smack wise. But today I just want to kind of shoot the breeze and um, talk to you and just be like, yeah, this is some of the stuff that I have actually wanted to um, share that is not going to be so formalized. So just can we talk? You know, seriously, can we talk? We're good. Well, one thing I do want to say is that last year when it was my birthday, it was one of those big momentous numbers that people make a big deal over. And you guys, let me just be, I'm just going to tell it. I was at a low point and it was not where I was just at a low point because of my birthday. I was beat down. I'm going to tell you the last three years have been hard. Yes, very hard. But They have not taken me out and they have made me better. And this is the cool thing. So I have been uh, enjoying my birthday today. That's why I'm coming a little later to you than um, normal. And yes, I do these live. Well, you're hearing it after the live. But anyway, I'm doing these live. And so I share a birthday with one of my nieces who is just, uh, she's amazing. I can't, mm, when I was her age, I could not hold a stick to what this young lady does and is. And I'm just so impressed with her. And I'm just glad that I'm her aunt and that I'm, you know, part of the family with her. She makes me, makes me proud, makes me happy and all that. So we're talking early morning and stuff, you know, because we want to make sure we have our little conversation before we go and have our special days. And she asked me um, something that uh, was kind of a funny uh, question. And she asked me, what was my take on uh, 
horror movies and why do people like horror movies because both of us we don't like them and I feel that stuff you know first viscerally and then all down inside I cannot mm -mm, I don't get any joy whatsoever out of uh, watching horror movies and she doesn't either but I I can I can just tell you that's not my thing Mm -mm, nope 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 and so we were talking and I was working through what I thought about it. And then I got to this point where I realized that some people are probably smarter than me. Well, a lot of people are smarter than me. But I realized that for some people, it is a way when they're watching these horror movies, it's a way for them to alleviate or mitigate, you know, lessen the fear that they may feel because of their situations, their environments or whatever. And for however long that little uh, movie or show is that they're watching, they can transfer all of that weight and that heft of not knowing the, of not, you know, not knowing what's coming around, the fear of the unknown or whatever it is that's rambling around in their brains or in, in their lives. They can look at someone on screen that has a way worse than they do. And it helps. And I started thinking about that. I was like, what is my way to get rid of all those things that weigh me down? And I looked at the fact that I'm here this year. And not that I, well, you know, it was rough. (laughs) Not that I'm saying that I, you know, I wasn't going to be here this year, but it was real gloomy this time last year. And what a difference a year makes. And the thing is, my... Hmm, how can I say it? My physical being hasn't changed all that much, but y'all, that attitude, uh, my thinking, the mind, and, and, and the way I look at stuff, it has completely changed. And so I was looking back at uh, some of the things that I've talked to you guys because y'all, believe it or not, this is episode number 251 and we started the podcast. And I say we, because I always include you all. We started the podcast May 13th of 2019, and today is January 18th of 2020, and we have not missed a day, and I'm like so grateful. I knew that I wanted to go as long as I could um, up to at least a year of just every day, and it's been a blessing, and it has been so therapeutic and good for me, and I wanted to kind of just stop and say, thank you. This is so wonderful. And so on one of the the shows that I did a little while back, I talked about the 12 languages of the mind by Roy H. Williams, and he's been credited as the Wizard of Ads, and he lives out in Austin, Texas. And he has this wizardry wizardry school uh, for people who want to come and learn about advertising, and he's got a wine library there. And this is a, it's a really cool adventure that I have not been able to physically enjoy, but I have stalked it many times online. And he had uh, this training uh, called the 12 Languages of the Mind. And I just love them. And geeky as I was, I was going back through them because you know, from time to time, I want to go and look at the things that really touch me, especially when I'm trying to look for inspiration for my writing or whatever I'm creating, or if there's any insights to help me help somebody else unlock what it is for them. And going back through and looking at this, 
um, of all these 12, and I'll call them out for you again. I'm going to tell you one really stuck out to me today because I was like, oh my gosh, that is what I'm feeling. And I want to just share it with you. Okay. So the 12 languages of the mind that uh, Mr. Roy H. Williams, the Wizard of Ads says is that they are, okay, I'm just going to say them, shape, numbers, phenomes, uh, uh, phonem, phone, phonemes. Sorry, you guys, I'm messing that up. Phonemes. Okay, let me slow it down. Color, proximity, music, radiance, motion, symbols, taste, feel, and smell. And what he says about these is that the way our minds deal with these components is a understood cultural uh, thing by which we communicate with each other on two different levels. Now, these two levels are going to be the physical, but then they're also going to be the uh, philosophical. And I was listening to someone who was uh, doing a training and he said this. Now, I haven't done it yet because I'm I'm, I got two projects, two concurrent projects that I'm working on right now under the gun. So I haven't been able to just really go and test this out. But I was looking at the comments of other people that were like, yeah, it worked. And what he said was, is that no matter what subject you go to in Wikipedia and you pull up a subject, if you click the second hyperlink of any article and you just keep doing that, depending, no matter what page you land on, you keep clicking that second link. He said, eventually you're going to land onto the philosophy page of Wikipedia. And some people were like, oh my gosh, it worked. And some people were like, no, it didn't do that for me. And so others was like, you didn't do it long enough. <laughs> and, and so the thing that they he was trying to bring out is that when it comes down to it, everything goes back to the concept of philosophy and philosophy, philosophy being our reality. And so looking at these 12 um, languages of the mind, and yes, I haven't forgotten that I'm going to tell you what they are. It uh, struck me that I had one that was really working on me. And um, it's been a blessing and it's been amazing how I've been able to concentrate on it. So let me go through these real quick. So when we think of the the mental language of shape, we think of the different messages that shapes convey and angles are different, um, send different messages than curves. If you want to break it down, angles are logical, straightforward, and orderly. Please go back and check out yesterday's podcast if you haven't when we're talking about embracing chaos. That has, oh, you guys are really responding to it. And a lot of people, you know, are listening to it. And thank you for the, you know, the people who contact me to tell me thank you about sharing that. So y'all get on it. Get on it. We need to know about those gifts of chaos. But anyway, angles are going to be more of your order and you're straight to the points, you know, 90 degree angles and 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 the like. Whereas curves, we got S curves and that's going to be more of your creative or even your mystical if you want to look at it that way. And so when we talk about the language of shapes, that's what we're dealing with. Order, uh, chaos. We're dealing with logic, creativity. We're, we're It's so much with that. The next one is numbers. And that's the language of relativity. Uh, Many versus few. Uh, How we are able to be objective versus subjective with how we relate uh, numerical or even tangible, numerical and tangible, 
uh, or conceptual numberings. And so that's another way we look at that. Now, phonemes, those are going to be sounds represented by letters. And I always stumble over that, but I use phonemes almost every day in my writing. So that phonemes are going to be like P-S-S-T for, I can't even say it, (laughs) or uh, S-H-H-H for you know, that kind of thing. And so that's what phonemes are, are going to be. And because our mind is always wanting to uh, get a good representation of what we, we're meaning, we tend to use these phonemes to relate those feelings, you know, like huh, the sounds we make. So that's what a phoneme is. Then, of course, we have color. And color is going to be... Uh, where we oftentimes combine it with other stuff like sounds, shapes, uh, radiance, other things like that. And color, when we're talking about the, the colors of things, we don't realize how it is, you just immediately get it. So think about when you tell somebody that he picked up a red hot poker. You automatically know it was hot. You automatically know it was uh, dangerous. It's that red and that hot together. And so color is going to be real important. Now, this one is one that I was working with consciously a lot in the last, I'll say last five years, because it is directly uh, connected to building and strengthening your sense of perception. And that's going to be proximity. And so when we talk about proximity with regards to the language of the mind, we're talking about near, far, large, small, right, left, up, down. And so therefore, you can see how it directly correlates with how we perceive something because something far away looks totally different and changes our idea and our mental concept of it when we're up close. You can get the details of something. You can add in more of the senses. Like when you're up close on something, you can smell something as well because you're up close. So proximity does a lot. The next one is music. Yeah, that's any sound you're going to hear that's not going to be a phoneme. So music is including noise, sounds, and the light. And then uh, we're on seven now, radiance. Radiance is going to be the energy sent outward or pulled inward. And then motion, of course, that's fast or slow. How do you perceive the movement? And then uh, symbols, number nine, symbols, messages with secondary meaning. Now, this last couple of years, I have really been focusing on symbol as well because there is code, coded messages, hidden messages all around. And there comes a time when if you're going to continue to live a life worth living, you have to stop being so sophomoric and only look at the surface. You have to go deeper and you have to start unraveling the messages and the meanings. And the reason why is because that is how the rest of our body and our existence talks to us. We talk to each other through the words that we speak. But when you have a dream or when you're trying to send a deep message to someone, you use symbol. That's why they say a picture is a thousand words. You can put one picture up and that picture, depending on the context that is given and the um, content that it wishes to convey, it can do it with just itself. Whereas you might have to write a thousand words to explain what you're trying to convey in that one picture. 
So symbols, real important. Okay, so 10 is taste and something that the tongues do. (laughs) And so when we taste something and how our mind reacts to it, it's going to be varied. I had to learn that everybody does not have the same perception of what it is they taste, where I might find something very refreshing. Somebody else might find it bitter. Um, There's a situation with grapefruit and cilantro. So I love grapefruit and I love cilantro. And whereas I have a friend that can't stand either. For him, grapefruit is very bitter and cilantro tastes like soap. And and I used to be like, are you freaking kidding me? But then I realized that, yeah, that's true. And there are quite a few people out there that don't like cilantro because they say it tastes like soap. And um, there are other people that say, I don't like grapefruit because it's, it's very bitter. So yeah, so you've got that. And then 11 is going to be feel. And of course, feel is what it is, your skin, your muscles and all of that. And 12 is going to be smell, what, you know, what you take in in an olfactory stage. Now, out of those 12 uh, languages of the mind, I'm going to tell you that I've already said that I really was working a lot with proximity and symbols. But uh, this recent last year, when I went back in review and I started looking at how did I heal and make it through, because I was beat down starting into that year. And I was like, how am I going to make it this year? And I realized that number seven, radiance, the energy that we pull in or we send outward. I started realizing that it was a real thing. You see, you guys, and I'm telling my business here, if you're listening to this and you don't understand, it's okay. I'm not going to stay stay very long on it. But I started realizing that as I am maturing, I'll say it that way, uh, I am having severe symptoms of perimenopause. And those symptoms are very hard on me emotionally, physically, and mentally, uh, hot flashes and, and all of the different symptoms that you can imagine. And so it threw me for a loop. And it wasn't until I started getting a concept of how much energy I pull, I push out in a given day and how I was neglecting the intake, the inward pull of energy to replenish. I knew this on a on a um, intellectual level that whatever you uh, use, you must replace. But it never occurred to me until this time of my life that uh, it you have to work on it. So whereas I used to be able to push out and give out all this energy, whether it be to people, to work, to uh, coming up with, you know, uh, concepts and things to talk about each day with you guys, whatever it was. I was like, wow, I have, I have no skill when it comes to exercising, growing uh, and, and growing my radiance. And when I started looking at this, this idea of radiance and radiant, uh, I looked at radiant flooring. <laughs> I looked at the, you know, of course, I looked at the etymology of the word and all of that. And something stuck out to me. And that was the gleam, the glitter, and the luster, the luminosity of radiance. And, but when I started looking at it, I realized that I thought that radiance was something that I had to generate of myself. I had to be the battery for all this energy. And it wasn't until I gave myself permission to uh, disassemble 
and like I said, go back and check out Chaos. Uh, yesterday we talked about embracing chaos, and then this will make a little more sense if you haven't already listened to that. But when I started purposefully disassembling the whole concept that I had that I must send energy outward and I must be the one who uh, always is producing and giving out and giving out. When I broke that model and I started realizing that radiance is a luminosity that can be a conduit, you can be a conduit for it and you can tap into sources. It was a, it was a breakthrough. And one of those sources, I'll I'll just, you know, tell you, was being able to tap into energy by way of meditation. And oh my gosh, (laughs) when I tell you, I would have never thought that I would be able to change my energy intake and outflow by doing something so simple as stealing myself and not just stealing myself because I've always meditated, but stealing myself with the purpose of relieving the need to generate energy all the time, it actually helped me to be able to generate it at will when I'd like to. Um, Because one of the things that I became aware of, and I'm saying this because it's my birthday and I want to make sure that you guys know I love you. I'm thankful y'all helped me to be able to come and talk to you each each day. And I want you to understand that we're in this together. And I know if I'm going through this, then maybe you are too. And that is that with Radiance, we get so used to possibly being the battery for everyone. You know, people seek, seek us out and they get pumped up when they listen to us because we are really good energy generators. We generate that good, good. We generate that that feel that when people leave our presence, they feel like they can do anything. And I say that because uh, from a lot of the uh, comments and direct messages I get from you guys, you you tell me, yeah, that's how I am. And, and this wisdom, you know, made sense to me. And that's, you know, what's going on. So I know we're in this together. You know, we are peers, colleagues, whatever you want to call it. And it's my birthday and I get to, I get to, you know, just talk about some of the personal stuff because everything is not going to be great and then everything is not going to be bad. And a lot of the takeaways and the reflections of of looking at a full rotation of 12 moons of what I, I, I got from that, I was like, huh. It wasn't where I was so concentrating on energy as much as I was concentrating on the radiance of the energy because radiance, it can pulse, it can um, do a lot, but a lot of times it has this connotation as being cheerful, warm, and bright. You see, energy doesn't necessarily have to have that connotation. And for a lot of us, when we we love openly and we love to help people, and I, I've recently had to understand that I'm a natural advocate for other people's dreams and goals. I love it when I hear someone who is on the precipice of being able to explode in something that they can do. The muse rises up in me and I get excited and give them ideas and that energy starts flowing and going. And I don't have that bounce back game like I used to. I'm not saying I'm getting old, old, but I am saying that I'm really starting to notice it. 
And so when I was going back through some of my favorite shows and some of the things that I really enjoyed talking about, you know, just looking through some of my many notes from these different shows, and I came to this uh, concept of the 12 languages of the mind, and I went back through them, I was like, oh my gosh, radiance. That's what I had been uh, realizing and working with this last year. And that is, yes, there is a way to be radiant, to be warm, cheerful, and bright in your energy. But the thing is, is that like most stuff that I we talk about here on this podcast, it's a cycle and it usually has a twin, an opposite opposing force or whatever, and it has a rhythm. And so with radiance, this energy is sent outward and pulled inward. And I was always only just doing all the sending outward, just give, 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 push, push, push. And my body was like, uh, let me tell you something. You need to sit down, not sit. You need to sit down because we is done with you, <laughs> you know? And so it threw me for a loop. And y'all, I'm not quick on the draw on a lot of things. And so I keep trying to go until I can't go anymore. And it was not very evident to me, not for a hot minute. And I just kept trying to push and push and push. And the more I would try to push and push and push, the more I was like, what is wrong with me? I actually felt like, have you ever had like a lawnmower or a motorcycle and you're trying to get the throttle to catch and you keep going, huh, you know, and it'll like, <clears throat> you know, or it, it won't catch. That's how my body, my mind, my soul, my emotions kept feeling. And yet and still, I was like, by sheer will, I was like, I'm going to get this done. And so I was feeling like I was living on a half-life. And once I stopped and I was like, I can't do this like I used to, boom, stuff started happening. And it wasn't just recently. So the reason why I was so excited about this birthday as opposed to last year's is because in last year's, I was so depleted. It was a very um, marked uh, date that a lot of people make a big deal out of. And I, you know, I was like, yeah, it's a big deal. But I spent it quiet, alone, and a little bit lonely. And I couldn't shake it. It wasn't because of any external stuff. But little did I know if I had had this hindsight knowledge, I would have known that I was, for lack of a better term, malnourished when it came to my ability to output radiance, to output good, cheerful energy. I was depleted and my body was going through changes that I had never encountered before. I uh, watched this lady on YouTube a little while ago, and she's famous for this funny speech she gave at a senior citizen's home. And one of the things everybody was laughing, and it was real fun to to listen to her little speech. But one of the things that she said when she was, you know, getting the crowd, you know, revved up to listen to her speech, she was like, "You guys, I ask for you to forgive us because she said this is my first time being old." And she says, I'm learning. I'm learning how to do it. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is for all of us. Every new thing we go through, it's our first time. It's our first rodeo. And we don't give ourselves uh, enough leeway, let alone others. And so when I started realizing that, I was like, this is your first time that you've not been able to just by force of will command and demand that you get on board and you do what you need to. And I 
like I said, I had actually a little bit of guilt about feeling like that lawnmower that that won't catch the throttle and won't get started. And it was a radiance issue. And so if you're listening to me, because it's my birthday, and I want you to know that last year was different from this year because I started learning that I need to pull inward on the energy as well. And so now when all of these loving people who have always been around me uh, share with me their good energy, I learn how to take it in and feast on it and, and then in return, give it out. And so I've been able to find my mojo again, find my rhythm and find that I don't have to be just always producing and pushing out and pushing out energy. And, you know, the good kind where people are happy, happy, joy, joy, you know, that kind that I can uh, pull in. And when I say pull in, accept when someone is sharing with me and uh, and then I can give back in exchange. And it is a, a cycle that is natural and doesn't require me to do all the heavy lifting. And one thing about when you start getting these wisdom smacks, wisdom will congratulate you and give you more. In the book, The Alchemist, Paulo Coelho talks about his character um, when his mentor talks to him about when you know and you start working on your purpose or your path or your passion, he says the very universe will conspire on your behalf to make it so. And I started noticing, I didn't realize that it was uh, radiance that I was working on, but I did realize that maybe I shouldn't try to be the generator of all the electricity, you know, that I give out. Maybe I should let it flow and let it do its job, you know, and flow through me. When I started looking at that, friends that I hadn't talked to since high school, but had excellent energy and we were really good friends, we reconnected and we have that kind of relationship. People that I uh, love and, and have been in my life for way longer than they haven't been that re- those relationships have been updated and upgraded and it has been a blessing and so like this year I'm so excited about my birthday I'm excited because what a difference a year makes and it doesn't feel like I'm trying to figure out how am I going to keep doing this every year I'm, you know if life is like this how am I going to keep you know sustaining and living and it's so different. I have you all that I speak to every day. And I, oh gosh, y'all don't know. It's just been a blessing to uh, have my our little community grow, our little Wisdom Smack community. I absolutely love it when you send me a quick note uh, or you DM me or those people who send me little uh, cash app love offerings and Patreon signups and, and you know, the different little things that you do here and there. It blesses me because I know I'm not out there by myself just generating unnecessary cheerfulness, but that we're a tribe and I am not speaking to the into the void and that you're here for me and I'm here for you. So y'all, it's my birthday and I'm so excited. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for me. And I want to just tell you, if you have been feeling a little, you know, worn down, little, you know, rough around the ears or whatever, consider the, the language of your mind when it comes to your energy intake, output, and input. Check your radiance level and see if that might 
be something to really help you. So guess what? Thank y'all. <laughs> My time is up. I thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spivey, your practical priestess of wisdom with another podcast of Wisdom Smack. Don't forget to check the show notes, uh, like, subscribe, share. And uh, guess what? I'm going to see you tomorrow because we do this daily until we can. All right. Y'all have a wonderful rest of your day. Go out and be great. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.